Hello and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we review a character from MCP every week. Today, I'm your interim host, Fred. I'm Brad. I'm Brandon. And I'm Steven. Hey, how's it going, everybody? We got the crew back together for the first time in a little while. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. I am not part of the crew. That's Jared. I'm just, I'm just a substitute. I was just about to ask. We've not heard from Jared in a long time. Are you sure you're still the interim host, Fred? Yes, I'm still the interim host, and this is the interim crew. We're all doing the best we can in a very difficult circumstance. But Jared's all right, everybody. He's okay. He's just working a lot. There's a At his job, he has a lot of new responsibilities, and they are building a new location that, they, that he has to oversee. So he's been... Uh, without a lot of free time, which is understandable because I'm in a very similar boat. But uh, right now, this is the crew, and we are back together as a full crew right now. I'm, I'm, I'm manifesting it. So how's everybody doing out there? How are you, Brad? I'm good. That's good. I'm glad to hear it. How about you, Brandon? It's been a little while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, doing pretty good. Just got a little bit wonky of a work schedule lately, but nothing too bad. No, no real complaints. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. How are you, Steven? Well, uh, I think I explained everything, everything before we got to recording, but, you know, other than that, I'm good. I'm glad to hear it. Are you, uh, are you willing to share the story on, on Mike, or do you want to just move on? Oh no 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 no! That's 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 my little piece of life. I mean, I don't want to burden anybody with it. It's okay. Okay, all right. We'll we'll move right along. Uh, we've got some news to talk about. Namely, everyone's favorite big floating head is getting a second iteration, and I'm I'm salty about it. There's a new Modoc, and for a guy who doesn't much care for the old Modoc, I'm what? Uh, <laughs> they're they're doing this a lot now. Where they, instead of errating people or making them more or less relevant uh, to the to the meta, they're just making a new one. They're doing it with Hulk, and now they're doing a new um, a new Modok. Well, I don't think old Hulk, Hulk's going anywhere. I don't either. I don't either. I, I, that's why, like, for a character who is so. Uh, ubiquitous you will go you will see him quite a bit if you go to a tournament uh why are they making another one because people well, love well fred Hulk. i'll counter yeah okay um they've already made another iteration of steve from the core box and red skull and spider-man black widow and iron man yeah, but those are all good. <laughs> are they? Black Widow Two I mean, is good. No, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bully Steve is good. Uh, I mean, he's not awful, but he's not. He's not, he's not good. I, I, I am. I've been pretty against every second printing of a character we already have. Um, for the most part, they just. It just seems like. I would just rather see new characters than the old characters redone. Um, but that's just been me the whole time. I just, I don't really get it. Counterpoint. Both of these sculpts are really good. I mean, that's true. 
They they have a better sculpt for uh, Doc Ock also, who's and yeah. And I like well, I have a th- I have a theory about um, this Hulk and Modok. So yeah, we have two of those like train pack things, right? And we have there was um, Spider Man Doc Ock, and those were the same characters' new sculpts. And then they saw that that wasn't very popular because people wanted new rules with new sculpts. And so when we got another one, Sabretooth and uh, Logan. Logan, yeah, uh, they came with new rules. But that pack okay. was number three. The number two pack never came out. Now, they could still be working on it, or it could have been Hulk and MODOK. And they, instead of putting in a pack like that, they just decided to separate them. Okay, that that makes some... Are Hulk and MODOK, like, thematically opposed to each other? Do they make sense as a box group? Modoc fights everybody. Right. And technically so does Hulk. Yeah. It's not like the best pairing, but it's not bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. Okay. I mean, what you're saying is very, very possible. That might be exactly what. Or we could see Pack 2 come out later because they. They weren't planning to make new rules and then figure out they did, and so they held off on producing it till they had new rules for those models. That's true. Okay. I I do like the sculpts for both uh, Invincible cool. Hulk and New Modoc. What's M- New Modoc's name? Do you have him open? It's, it, yeah. The If you're on video, you see a picture of it. If you're not on video, search it out. It's pretty cool. He is Modoc Scientist Supreme. Yeah. Which is and what the, AIM the, calls their leader, which makes me think AIM leadership. <laughs> He's going to be a new a new affiliation or a sub-affiliation. And if it's a new uh, new affiliation, we do have some models that have been members of AIM. <laughs> uh, uh, who Who's that? Who who has been a well, member of AIM? Okay, so there's been two types of AIM. There is the bad guy what, AIM. What is for for everyone who knows nothing about Modoc, uh raises hand. Uh what is AIM? AIM is advanced is... advanced idea mechanics. It is a group of scientists who are trying to take over the world. God, that sucks. <laughs> they were in... Marvel was all about coming up with the acronym and then figuring out what in the world they could put for the letters. Uh, okay. <laughs> they wear... They're often called beekeeper outfits. They have these, like, yellow outfits, and they have, like, a mesh over their faces so that they can see. Uh, okay. They were I in... I think I know what you're talking about. So... There was a a rumor in WandaVision when the beekeeper showed up 
that it the one that crawled out of the sewers. Okay. Do you remember that? It was a guy in a beekeeper nope. costume. Crawled out of the I've sewers. I've not watched Oh, really? I have not watched it. Anyway, no. some people thought it might be AIM. Other people thought it might be the Nazi made of bees. But uh, it was neither. You're... Marvel is so crazy. <laughs> what? It's part of its charm. <laughs> What's crazy about a Nazi made of bees? Uh, I mean... I guess Nazi bees. Like, yeah. <laughs> so the the bad guy version of AIM has had a couple people, and I think Brandon has that list. So who who has we seen on that list, Brandon? On the like Modoc led AIM teams, the only people yeah. we have in the game are uh, Red Skull for a brief stint, uh, Taskmaster, and. Um, Oh god, Baron Strucker. Baron or yeah, Baron Strucker and Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo briefly, I guess, led it in a recent Heroes Reborn reality. So a different reality. Yeah. Um, where Captain America um and Bucky was actually Rebecca Barnes, uh, or Ricky Barnes, so in a kind of a different reality. So that not many Do you know what Heroes members. Reborn was? Um, no, I don't. Heroes Reborn was a a big event where Marvel spoofed DC. Yeah. So they had like a Superman and a Batman and all this stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Aim at that point was led by Zemo and Modok, um, and then Baron Strucker, Red Skull, and Taskmaster would be the only. So at that point, it would really just be kind of like a Hydra. Yes. So I have, I have the inside connection. So um, at one point, the superhero and former New Mutant, which is a group of X-Men, uh, Sunspot, who inherited great wealth from his parents, he bought AIM. He just bought it. And he made <laughs> them do good guy stuff instead. And he had a group of heroes that worked for him as part of AIM, and I guess technically they're they were called the new the new Avengers, but they worked for AIM. That includes people like Black Widow, Hawkeye, uh, Thor, Power Man. So I don't know if that is the new Power Man or if that is uh, Luke Cage. Because there's a new guy that goes by Power Man now, but Luke Cage used to. Uh, Shang-Chi, which we will get at some point. Spider-Woman, that would be her sixth affiliation. Uh, God. <laughs> Squirrel Girl and Tippy Toe, who are rumored to be coming out soon. So they're worth mentioning. Uh did Modok have anything to do with this? No, Modok had nothing to do with this. So this whole spiel is vastly unimportant since none of them would be AIM affiliated with Modok. Well, that's not necessarily true because in the past, they've not necessarily put people who worked under that specific leader. Like, yeah, as an I, example... I, I... Deadpool and Cable 
have never been on a team of Avengers with any kind of Captain America as the leader. I think it's very different to say that uh, Deadpool and Cable have never been on the same side and Hawkeye and MODOK have never been on the same side. I think those are extremely different things. <laughs> well, uh, if uh, I that know, is we'll see. Our, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> That is our... Um... It's still, in my opinion, much more likely that it'll be a new leadership for a current affiliation just <sighs> listed as AIM. But that's probably like going to be team. Cabal. And do we need another Cabal leadership? Uh, I mean, I'm hopeful that it's Criminal Syndicate. It's probably not, though. We well, have one... Cabal only has one leadership. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have one Cabal leadership. <laughs> Okay, sure. that's fair. If X-Men have one, then Cabal have one. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Let's. Uh, we've talked enough about the big head in the chair. Uh, there is... Uh, let's talk to Brandon first. Uh, Brandon, real quick, what's your take on Psylocke? Because you missed last episode. Um. So I have some notes that I made when I listen to oh the god podcast. oh god okay <laughs> um at one point it was mentioned that she was a better magic which i will 100 percent disagree with i think she's actually just a strictly worse version of magic because she cost a point more and does roughly the exact same thing um i don't think at any point you take her over magic if you need a four point model that does similar things you take voodoo um, which is the second point, that if you want a four-point model with Mystic Attacks, uh, you just take Voodoo. Um, Voodoo is probably miles better than she is. Okay. Uh, and Not I don't even think scenarios. that's close. I'm, I still think I'd take Voodoo. I don't, I don't know, like, is, is he? Like, is he not just better at four points? I mean, is she better than Ancient One at four points? Listen, no. He has rerolls. Because I'm not sure she's better than Ancient One at four points. No. I mean, that's fair. I, I, I think that there's... Uh, I don't think that we were super hot on her, but yeah. I think that I was perhaps a little more up on her than I should have been, but I still think... Fred? Eh, no. Overly optimistic? Nah. <laughs> me <laughs> yeah. yeah fred being overly optimistic no way like i i just i don't i don't think she's a terrible model but like i i think there's just better models like i just don't see why you like why you would play her like i feel like she like you're playing her because you want to play her and that's cool like if you're playing her to like have the best four point model that does those things like you're not doing that like i i think there's just a lot better options um like and then compared to the other models that have a similar ability combination between stealth stealth and like martial artist i i just i think she's actually at the bottom of that barrel as well um yeah like as the other four point model that comes to mind that has those similar abilities is shadowland daredevil which has radar Ooh, sense which is just better yeah which is just yeah. better and yeah. does almost everything else just better um, and has grunts and yeah it's just just probably a lot better almost across the board i think she's in the lower half of four threat models um 
and I don't know when you would ever actually put her on the table. Um, X Force and not. Yeah, I mean, depending on you know some tactics cards and stuff, it might make it worthwhile. I mean, good tactics cards can make models a lot better. Um, we've seen that with a lot of models, but like, I just I don't see a world, I guess, where you would want to play her over Doctor Voodoo. Um, that's fair. That's entirely fair. Yeah, and I don't uh, think the and I guess at this point the only one we're a hundred percent sure of that she'll be affiliated in she'll probably never see playing unless you just want to play that model. I think she immediately becomes almost the fifth best four point model in the X-Men affiliation. Okay. Uh, So what is your letter grade? I think she's a C minus. Okay. There we go. C minus. Yeah, I, I just don't see her. I don't see her fitting in anywhere really unaffiliated. I don't see her fitting in affiliated. I just you can play her because you want to, and there are a lot of models in that kind of middling category that it's like they're gonna be meh. And but like if you like them, play them. Like you're not like if you want to have fun and you really like Psylocke and you want to play her, play her. Like she's not gonna be completely useless on the table. Yeah, like, like if you, Pokemon yeah, and if you, and if you have X-Men. like, uh, if you just want to only play X Men, but like, sure, you can play her. You can also play Cyclops. Like, they might not be good, but you can do it. Right. There are worse models you can play. We may cover one later. Yeah. Um, this, this podcast is about one. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. That that is that is. A, I, I think that puts the average grade to an F plus now. I was thinking like B, B no. minus. I think is what it that's is. not how that works to. at all, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I, I okay. Well, let's move right along. Uh, who hasn't talked much, Stephen? Yes. Uh, do you have a a subject for us to talk about today? Yes, I do, Fred. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Well, uh, last week we explored uh, character boxes that were worth seven threat, correct? Yes. Okay. And that was a little fun exercise, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to now do model boxes that are only four threat in the total box. Oh, okay. How many of those are, are there? Well, I'm going to have you guess. And Brad and Brandon, you can play along too. Okay. Okay. So how um, many do you think, Fred? How many do I think? Um, I'm thinking, okay. Uh, I, do, I don't know of any two that's packaged with a two. So this has to be individual models just packaged by themselves. I can, correct. Think, I can think of two off the top of my head right now. Uh, so assuming that I tend to under, uh, judging by how I did last time, where I guess there were like three and there were 17 or some, some absurdly high number, I'm going to say six. Okay. Brad? Are we doing prices right rules? <laughs> no. <laughs> Is he going to bid one? <laughs> uh... 
I don't think there's six. I think that's too many. I'm going to go three. Okay. Brandon, do um, you have a guess? I have the answer. Um, I oh, then not, you can't not, play. Are we, no, don't, uh, don't. Do we have the, are we, I just, I, the only question I have is, are you counting the core box, like models that come in the core box? No, no. These are just separate boxes that are from the core, uh, that are not part of the core box. Do you count? Do you count the Sentinels as one model or two? Two models, because two models come in that box, right? Yeah. I don't know that answer. I know you can build two models, but it's the same model, so I didn't know if that counted. No, that would be a total threat of eight. But it's the same model. No. It is the same model. I don't think Brad. I don't think Brandon gets the game. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> he gets the game. Can I? Can uh, I be the one who gets to tell Fred he's correct? Yes, you can tell Fred he is correct. Wait, really? Yeah, there's six. <laughs> really? Yeah, yes. Yeah. It's this uh, wild guess, everybody. I had no. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's Venom, Rhino, Omega Red, Kingpin, Mister Sinister, Kingpin, and um, uh, what's the other one? Venom. No, he said Venom. Venom. Yeah, Venom. I said Green Venom. Goblin. Green Goblin. Yeah, Green one. Goblin. Wow. Yeah. You know what's really bad? I Almost think all of them I, are Criminal I, Syndicate. I think I, I have every single one of them. <laughs> I think I have every one of them. Okay. So why why the the reason I bring this up is because sometimes uh, people like to build their collections a little bit more slowly. Um, Sometimes two models is too much, but uh, out of these models, which one do you think is the best out of the six? Kingpin. Uh, uh, okay, so there's a right answer, and there's the answer that I'm going to give. The right uh, answer is so Kingpin. right answer is Kingpin. <laughs> right Kingpin. And the answer that I'm going to give is Green Goblin, because I'm playing the Spider-Foes right now, and I'm having fun with them. Ven okay. Venom is the answer. <laughs> you can put Venom in any list, and he's going to do work. Brandon, Kingpin, what about and were, Kingpin and Venom are the best two models. Kingpin would be the option that I would choose. Okay. All right. And which model do you think is at the bottom of the list of these Mr. Uh, Sinister? Mr. Sinister. Uh, I, I am going to agree. I think it's Mr. Sinister. It's your Brad, boy. Did you have an answer? It's your boy Omega Red. Yeah, you know, I was tempted. I, he's down there. He's Omega down there. Red's better than Mister Sinister. Because Omega Red's very similar to Venom in some aspects, right? But not as good. Like but Omega, just... but Omega Red does fly. So no, you no. mean Mister Sinister? Mister Sinister does fly. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. And I don't, and like, I want to make this very clear. I don't think any of these models are bad. Like, no, that, and that's Sinister's why I chose them model. because you can't really make a wrong choice with any of these. I think Mr. Right. Sinister's problem is he just doesn't really fit in anywhere. You can play Omega Red in Cabal or Criminal Syndicate and you're not making a bad decision. Right. I agree. Uh, I think Mr. Sinister might even have more place if he were just in more affiliations. He's, is he only Cabal? Yeah. Yes. 
To be fair, yeah. he doesn't really make sense to be in any affiliation. They could have I mean, put him fair. in Brotherhood. Just as an X-Men villain. Yeah. Yeah, Has well, Brotherhood ever would be a good with place Brotherhood? Be... No. But they <laughs> made Cabal basically just Avengers villains. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Cabal's not like a real thing, so... I mean, it is, but... British. Yeah. Brad did just die out. That happened. Yeah. Oh, he just exploded. Am I back? Yeah, yep, you're back. back. Okay. Yeah, but I, a lot of I, these I, guys I, are criminals or spider foes, but they're all villains, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, they're all villains. They are all bad guys. There's not a good guy in the group. To be fair, if you look at the four threat bottles, a lot of them were, would be considered bad guys, I, I feel like. Like, just looking at this list, like, I feel like a good 75% of these models are bad guys. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And I, and I didn't realize that until I was looking over them, but, like, so your four threat models, like, you have Agent Venom, Ancient One, Beta Ray Bill. Don't go through guy. them all. Don't go through them all. That's too but many. I can do it. It's not too many. I'm, like, halfway done. It's so quick. <laughs> I'm so fast at this. Bad, bad. Uh, it is an. Good. I think that that yeah. is an interesting idea, and it's one that we can, we should talk about in a in a later topic. I think this is another topic for the future. Is why are so many four threats villains? Hey Brad, do you have any news on Cerebro? Yeah, um, Android OS version thirteen is a pain in the ass. And otherwise, things are going well for the app. I might have to <laughs> just disallow it for 13 until I can figure shit out. Oh, God. That, but that's what I use. <laughs> is, oh, I'm sorry. I can't get the... Like, they've changed a bunch of stuff about saving files. And so I can't get the images to download and be usable. Huh. Like the card okay. images and stuff. I don't know what it is. And I bought an Android tablet to like figure this out because it was a problem with 12 as well. And an Android 12 tablets are everywhere and cheap. So I bought one. I figured out the problem. Works on 12. Still doesn't work in 13. Well, crap. If you have okay. 13, maybe we can get together sometime, Fred, and see if I can figure this thing out. I don't. I, I actually don't. Oh. <laughs> I have. I have a twelve. Yeah, it works on twelve. You'll be no in no problem. Okay. It, it's All those, right. It's those pixel users that have it like ahead of time, thirteen ahead of time. Like uh -huh. it's not working for them. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I'm sure that a solution will either create itself, or you'll figure it out, or. Yeah. It's just hard. It's hard to figure out when I don't have access to a device. Yeah, that's true. All right. Well, uh, you're still working on it, but progress is being made. And uh, yeah, let's move on to the games we've played recently. So, uh, uh, Brad, Stephen, and I were recently in a tournament. We were at the Charleston tournament this past Saturday, and uh we were joined by ryan and we it, it was just the four of us but we had a great time and brad won again because that's what brad does but i, I don't show up that's what brad does let's make it <laughs> <laughs> we 
Well, well, Brandon, you've got to show up for to win. I showed up the last one, and I played you win. Did. I played a game. I have two games to talk. Okay. Uh, well, do you want to start us off? Do you want to talk about your games? No, y'all can talk about your tournament. <laughs> okay. Uh, we were joined by Ryan, and uh, it was a great time. Uh, I was playing Spider Foes. Uh, Steven, why don't you say who you were playing? Oh, I I was doing my Midnight Suns, and hold on a second. I got something here. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Brad, who were you playing? I played X-Men, of course. I actually, I actually played X-Men Brotherhood because I was making changes to my X-Men list and I was looking at the breakdowns on Cerebro, which you can now, uh, in settings, set to um, show you thumbnails instead of words. But uh, I was looking at that feature because someone requested it. I was making sure it worked. And I noticed that Mystique was showing up as my leader. And I'm like, wait, I can play Brotherhood? And so I did play Brotherhood one of the rounds. I lost that round. <laughs> uh, and um, Ryan was there playing uh, playing Asgard. Asgard. Yep. Yeah. And uh, the my first round uh, was against you was against Steven. Correct. And... Yes, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, we had a an extremely close match, and it was I I I, I pulled it out, but it was a it was could have gone either way until the very end of that game it was yeah i wasn't ready for black swan i've only played her once before and i played her when i was playing spider foes so yeah uh, and i gotta say so uh, i did make a change to my spider foes list i played black swan black swan with the power gem rules with spider foes she was great in every game i brought her she she did a ton of work uh I played against Brad second. Uh that that is a game that I could uh I was never going to win, but I could have done a lot better had I remembered that I have the card well laid plans. Oh, well well laid uh, plans would have turned that possibly turned that game around. Yeah. Uh I You I definitely could have won could that game. I was I watched <laughs> half of that game. You 100% could have won that game. Yeah. I, I if I had just remembered to play well laid plans, I would have won. And then I played against Ryan uh, the third round, and that was another incredibly close match. And it came down to I had to take out Thor with Green Goblin in order to win. And Thor had eight health, and I somehow rolled incredibly well and took him out. So I won that game for just that reason just because green goblin came through in a clutch how did your games go steven well um as you iterated you and i faced off in the first round and then um i faced ryan in the second round against asgard again i was not familiar with beta ray bill and <laughs> just you know not 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 having familiarity with characters tends to be my tends to be my downfall um, I got I got beat pretty handily on scenario in that game because, you know, I, I'm a good old-fashioned player who wants to play attrition, right? So um, don't do that. Anyway, and then I played uh, Brad in my third game, which he decided to play Brotherhood for some reason. 
And Brad, if you want to take it from there, oh, uh, let's talk about my first first round against Ryan because it hasn't been talked about. And I went, I went hard on scenario with my X Men like I always do, and I managed to score six points around and win in three rounds. Um, Ryan did not push hard on a scenario, and that's why I told him after the game that he should. Uh, then third round he when I played one. Steven, Steven obviously learned something his second game because he went hard on scenario. It was, um, uh, what's the Inferno portals? Demons downtown. Demon yeah, it was yeah. Demons downtown, which is Inferno. bad yeah. for me. Um, and I thought he was gonna play like a ghost rider or even a hulk and he went just as wide as me and it it worked out for him that he did that um, yeah i took voodoo though who was immune to the incinerates yeah. so. voodoo was a pain in the butt but i knew that already no uh, it felt like cheating honestly <laughs> it it was it was rough for me but you finally figured out that Wong was the key to that list. Yeah, I was going after Wong pretty hard. Um, and I, I don't but, feel bad about it. But I think you would have beat me, Brad, if I didn't have that good um, Siege of Darkness play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had got Blade like out in the middle of nowhere. And he double moved to be relevant. And I'm like, good. That's like a whole round of not anything with Blade. And then he played Siege of Darkness and tacked me with his whole list. <laughs> so, yeah. And and put a lot of damage out. Yeah, Rogue went down pretty quick yeah. in that game. Well, um, Brandon, did you say you recently had two games? Uh, I did. I played a game last week against Aaron playing Midnight Suns. Um, we played 19 points. He played. Who did he play? Uh, he played Bl Blade, Ghost Rider. Domino. Well, seven points is a four to three. Oh, goodness gracious. Don't remember. What was the other four he played? Well, uh, you, you don't have to go through. Every yeah, list. No, but it's kind of relevant, unfortunately, or I want it. Okay. Yeah, I'll see. I don't remember who else he played. All right, I can, I can make it not relevant. It's fine. Um, and then I played Criminal Syndicate. Um, we played on... We played 19 points. We played uh, Intrusions uh, incorrectly, um, which made the game a lot longer than it probably should have been. And um, I don't know, some other extract that... Were I you taking damage like... every time you went through? Yeah, we were taking damage. Yeah, we were taking damage and stuff and... We weren't going. I wasn't going through because of that. But at 19 points, I played um, Bullseye, uh, Beta Ray Bill, Ulick, Rhino, and Kingpin, um, which is a list that can kill stuff. 
And at the end of the game, he had Ghost Rider, who got revived, left. And I had Kingpin with one health left. Rhino with five health left. And that's it. That was that was the end of the game. There was actually oh. a scenario that he could have if he could have he could have killed both of them um in one attack each and he would have immediately won the game. Um uh, in a game he should not have won on points. Um I, I ended up winning that one on scenario. I played the exact same list into Hydra playing portals and um research station. Um against Michael this past week, which was a super close game. Again, came down to Kingpin was on the table. Yulik was on the t- or Rhino. Rhino and Kingpin were the only models I had left, and he had... I killed Hulk. I killed Red Skull. I think he had Baron Zemo left. I think Baron Zemo was his only model left. Brad, do you remember... Uh, no, I don't remember. Thanks for contributing. Sorry, um, <laughs> I was talking to Autumn. Yeah, he was distracted most of the match, but we played that, and I won that game on points. Uh, the points weren't super close, but there was um, a turn where if Hulk... Hulk actually killed Beta Ray Bill. He killed Beta Ray Bill, Dazed... And Kingpin in the same activation. I mean, that's what a Hulk does. Hulk yeah. does stuff like that. What that's... What were your thoughts on Ulick and Beta Ray Bill in your list? So I did specifically play those that point level. So I chose the point level against Aaron because of I wanted to play those models, and then it just happened to be nineteen again. Um, against hydra which they can't re- they don't go super wide to outscore so i can then you know i could play that Yulik. um i i don't love Yulik uh, at all he's fine he's he's sturdy ish um he doesn't he's a lot of yeah he doesn't really hit all that hard um like it, it feels like underwhelming because you're not really doing his like his spender so you're just doing his pounders attack which doesn't feel great only being able to throw terrain didn't feel great uh, you can move around but at five points uh, there's probably not much of a world that i'd rather um like so at Yulik and bullseye is seven points and that's probably almost always better as lizard and shadowland daredevil uh, and that's what's hard so like it's just there's a better seven points you can invest i don't think he's bad i don't think i'm going to take him out of the roster because i mean there are matchups where you want to be able to move around and do everything and i think he comes into play and bantery bill's amazing um yeah the I didn't realize how fun some of the storm is, is just when you like, Oh, he had Dr. Voodoo. That's why it was relevant. Aaron played Dr. Voodoo. That's his four point model. And beta ray bill just obliterated him with some of the storm, which is a range four, six dice, two power attack. They get to reroll two of dice, including skull results. If they have flight and it gives them shock. Uh, uh, okay. 
So it's there got it a wild is. shock with two rerolls. Yeah, so you're rolling six dice at range four with two rerolls, um, and giving voodoo shock feels good. Um, so it just kind of... And then being able to throw a size four terrain <laughs> or character. Um, yeah, I think Beta Ray Bill is still the better option um, compared to Ulick. I think Ulick's fine. I The only concern I have, I don't know if Ulick's necessarily better than Modoc at five in the list, but I do like the... The movement is really clutch. Like he does move a lot, which is really nice. Um, getting your shatter trigger on Shatter Mountain, Shatter Bones, the spender for Yulik is a pipe dream. Yeah, but, I mean it's you know hit crit or crit hit wild skull. So like, but giving an activated token is um, is good. Uh, yep. It's very good if you can do that to a Hulk. I mean, that's game changing. So, well, yeah, there there are models that do it actually better. So, I mean, yeah, 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 but not, uh, not, not uh, models that do it better in Criminal Syndicate. Uh, I played Scuttlebutt on me both games, uh, which is just it's not good. Don't play it. Uh, that's I actually I actually was very. It's probably much better with Scourge than it is with him. You're using your power with Beta Ray Bill entirely too often. Uh, summon the Storm and God Hunter at two and three power, plus the terrain enemy throw at three power, as well as the reduction costing a power. You're not going to have the power to make that a very good uh, Scuttlebutt attack. So, like, just don't take it. I tried it twice. It just, I, it, I didn't realize how much you're wanting to use his power in his activation. Like I kind of knew it, but like there's really not even a scenario where you're like holding the power. Just play cruelty. It's just better. Okay. Well, uh, let's. Uh, is there anything else? Any any other games that anyone I would did. like to bring up? Because I played I played Michael's Hydra right after Brandon. Yeah. And I'm, I'll make it very quick. We play. I don't make it quick. What? I don't make anything cool. No, you don't. Uh, I played Weapon X against Michael's Hydra. He did not play Secret Hulk. He played um, the double Got Your Back, which I've played into a couple times, so I know what to expect. Uh, in early game, uh, Michael attritioned me hard, flipped all my characters, made me take Proxima Midnight off the table. But once my guys were flipped, they survived pretty well, and I got to attrition him back. At the end of the game, I still had Domino, X-23, and Logan on the table, and he only had the Howling Commandos. The game oh, made absolutely... The game made literally zero sense if you watched it. Like, I don't know how that happened. Like, and I watched the I whole game. I was so far behind. Distracted. I was so far behind on attrition. Like... A Part of me turns, thinks that Brad cheated. Couple turns into the <laughs> game, and then it just turned around. I was rolling blocks. I was rolling attacks. Who was it that killed Red Skull and almost killed Red Guardian? Logan. It was it, Logan was staggered. Killed Red Skull and almost got Red Guardian. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's saying something. Red yeah. Guardian did not get to do anything in our game that I played Michael except for use his tactics card. Like he moved up turn one, dazed on turn two, died on turn three. 
he was just the, he, like and it wasn't like because we were playing research so like there was just a cluster so he was just kind of in the middle and i think i threw hulk into him once and just like attacked him once and he just like died like i know he's good and that was kind of the reason i wanted to get him off the table but i, I mean, he drew your attacks that's I, worth something i, 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 I and he, yeah i mean i won the game and everybody else was dead too so I th- uh, fair. I think I <laughs> Baron Zemo didn't die because Baron Zemo he lined up against just Bullseye, so he killed Bullseye. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, Sorry, I think that it. Red Skull dazed without me rolling any dice. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't roll any dice to daze Red Skull. You just threw stuff at him. It saber tooth threw. <laughs> Sabretooth threw Red Guardian at him and then threw himself at him. Yep. <laughs> that dazed him. He didn't roll any any blocks on either so of those. I, so oh, I, have, I have played a lot of games against Hydra, and I think Red Skull Master of Hydra is amazing, but, like, he's not hard. He's not super hard to kill. And when he dies, like... They that like Hydra crumbles, like yeah. I know it's kind of like funny and thematic, but that is accurate. This is accurate. Having been yeah. on the other side of things, having been playing Hydra Red Skull affiliation a lot, uh, that is correct. When when you lose Red Skull, you basically lost <laughs> unless you're way ahead at that by that point. Yeah, and it doesn't. I mean. I don't know. It just it never feels like, and maybe it's just they don't have a great matchup in the Criminal Syndicate, which I think is the only thing I've ever played against them. Uh, and it doesn't feel like the other models do a whole lot in that in that matchup. So it's kind of like he just dies, and then it's just like, okay, now what are you gonna do? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's move along. Uh, we've spent enough time here in in games recently played segment. Uh, is there any? other segment that we need to cover before we move into our topic today which is gene gray i don't think there is so let's move right along uh so the person that we are doing today is a mutant uh and she is gene gray uh her name is gene gray uh she has six stamina she moves medium she is size two uh she has a threat value of Five, and her defenses are physical three, energy four, and mystic five. Uh, hey, Brad, yeah. why don't you take the attacks? Um, okay. Her first attack is mystic. It's psionic bolt. Range four, five dice. It's a standard builder, so she gains power for the damage dealt. And it has sap power, so before damage is dealt for each wild... She steals a power from the character. Her other attack is Telekinetic Force. Range 3, 9 dice, cost 6. Before damage is dealt, uh, if the character is size 4 or less, you throw it away from the target 4. May throw the target away 4. Away from her 4. And then it has Explosive. Wild. Sure. What? Yeah, short. Uh, throw it away short. Short, yeah. small, same thing. Anyway, short, uh, wild, explosive. Four damage is dealt. Other characters within two. Uh, 
take one damage. Um, I was just rereading that. So both of those are before damage is dealt, so you can choose what order they go in. Yes, that's the is, important part. Yeah, uh, which is neat. Yep. Uh, hey, hey, Steven, why don't you take the next two superpowers? Okay. So first, we have an active superpower called Battlefield Manipulation. It will cost you three power and choose an interactive terrain feature of size four or less and within three and throw it medium. This superpower can only be used once per turn. And her second active power is called uh, matter transmutation. Choose another character with an activated token within two and push it small. A character can only be affected by this superpower once per turn, moved by the superpower once per turn, and that costs three. All right. Uh, and oh, and uh, Brandon, why don't you take the the last, the the rest of the card? Uh, did he read Shield Mod? No, he has not. Okay, sorry. That was. I mean, I was paying attention. I swear. Uh, Shield Mod. It costs two power. It's a reactive superpower. When this character or an allied character within range four of it would be advanced, placed, or pushed by the effects of an enemy mystic attack or enemy super or enemy superpower, you may use this superpower. The allied character is not advanced, pushed, or placed. Latent psychic potential is a she always got that. Uh, during the power phase, she gets an additional power and she has flight. All right, so and that's she, Jean Grey. She gains a health on the back. She yes. Oh, yeah. Health. Uh, seven health on the back. No other yep. changes. So that puts her uh, at 13 total stamina for five threat. Too bad and she middling. still dies. Yeah, I know. Is, is she Okay, let's talk about this, because this, this may be the worst model in the game. <laughs> uh, she's... The, the the problem here is uh, I think that they built her without any context for how squishy she is. I, I don't understand how she even made it to the table with five threat. There's only one other five threat model who doesn't have re-rolls and has the same health pool as uh, same or less of a health pool as she is. And who, who's threat. that? Scarlet Witch. Oh right, and Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch is better. Yeah, she gets every time. everything else on her card is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the one thing is she doesn't. So every model that has the same or less has some sort of defensive tech. Um, there are a lot of six sevens, like Amazing Spider Man is six six. Uh, there are a lot of six sevens, a lot of six sixes, like Amazing Spider Man. Both Doctor Strange's are six six, um, but they all have. Like defensive, Stop. like rerolls and stuff like that. Um, she doesn't do anything. She has the health pull of a four threat model. Her defenses are good, and that's about where the card ends up being good. I, I don't even know if her. I mean, that... she has good energy and mystic defense, but she only has three physical defense, which is yeah. the most common attack. That psionic bolt builder. That's a good attack on a four point model. Yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah, and it's one of the worst builders on a five threat model. Yeah. Um, 
even Black Bolt has Pierce. Like, well, Spy- Mo- Modox- Amazing Spider-Man gets re-rolls. Modox is the same, and it's uh, the same range, but it's one dice better. Yeah. yeah. If it had a, another die, it would dice. it'd be a lot better. So, uh, all right. Why do you... Uh, the, uh, uh, we're saying some bad stuff about her. There's some stuff on here that's neat. I think her spender is neat. Uh, the fact that you get to trigger... You get to choose how you want that to trigger. It makes it pretty good, but it there are better. Cost one less. Yeah, it, it, oh, it should definitely cost one less. I, I, I'm looking at this and I keep thinking to myself, why is she five points? And yeah. can can you guys like, yeah, uh, why is she five points? What on here says that she needs to be five points? Here's why she's five points, Fred. I'll explain it very simply. They didn't know what they were doing yet. Yeah, that's that's the only explanation. I think uh, I think that's a good explanation because there were a lot of good models that came out around the same time that were much better than she is, and much well, better designed. Well, I think she was just designed earlier than them, and then they put her away to release later. I think I, I think it... the X Men were designed very early. And then released later. Mm. What's I your think, take, Stephen? Well, I think um, they put too much emphasis and value on the anti-movement tech. Yeah, the tech yeah. that now Emma has at four points. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I pay very close attention to um, what X-Men list people are playing. And Jean Grey recently was getting played. And the only reason she was getting played was that superpower. Mm-hmm. Now she is definitely not going to get played. Because they yeah. can have that superpower for one threat cheaper. On a and model on, that is better. Yeah, arguably a better model top to bottom. Listen, if you read the comics, it's no surprise that Jean Grey's been around for a while and then Emma Frost comes in and eats her lunch. <laughs> what about her? Does she uh, Does she eat her box? No. We're back on this that. again. <laughs> anyway. No, they, uh, did, they share a man, but they don't do anything together. As far as I can uh, tell. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, anyhow... Uh, honestly, I think matter transmission should cost two power, and shouldn't the, be an activated model. You should be able to yeah. do it on anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think she bad. should have got Modoc defense, as in like the uh, wilds don't count. That would be fine. That'd be. It. She needed some sort of defensive tech for sure. Yeah. Um, I have actually. Like, this is the thing. You change nothing. It's hard to, like, if you change nothing but the threat value, you probably have to go down to three for her to be playable. Um, if you change stuff on the card, you end up changing almost everything to make her worth five points because you're going to have to change telekinetic force to probably four power or five, probably four for it to be worthwhile. Um, matter transmission should probably be two. Um, and then even then, I'm not sure it's, I'm not sure she's good. Um, uh, and give her some uh, yes. defensive tech. 
Yeah, and then you're gonna have to add a whole box of like Yeah. Against mystic attacks, this character rerolls two dice. So, no, no, give her Modoc tech. Don't I, count wilds. The thing is the Modoc tech is entirely too good. Uh oh, I agree. <laughs> like, it's way too good. It's like disgusting. That, like there was a time in this game where Modoc was the most broken model in the game, and that was for a very long time. Yeah. Like Modoc he, got gross. nerfed pretty heavy. So yeah, I have I have put Gene on the table several times, not any time recently. Um, probably more than anybody should have. Probably more than anyone should have. I even took her to uh, a tournament and played her in a tournament, maybe two, and like she was just a liability. She yeah. was just bad. Yeah. Uh, so she has uh, two cards that are for her as well. Um, let's let's go over them real quick. Uh, the first one is called. It, well, it's just someone shouting Jean. It's Cyclops shouting Jean at the sky, holding her dead body, which seems appropriate. Not dead. Um, when an ally, G, it's uh, it's an unaffiliated card and it's reactive. When an allied Jean Grey is dazed or KO'd, after the effect is resolved, an allied Cyclops or Wolverine may play this card. The character that played this card may immediately perform an attack. I mean, that's not bad. That's She that's will nice. get dazed and KO'd. You will definitely get to play this card. <laughs> right. The, the downside is you have to have Cyclops or... It, this, is, this specifies Wolverine, right? So yeah. you can't take Loki. No. Doesn't work with Logan. Well, <laughs> so you have to take two of these three underwhelming models for this card to be effective. At nine threat. Right, right. Uh, so let's let's move past that one. Uh, the other card that has uh, she is on a card with Cassandra Nova. I think she. Yes. No. Yeah. It's uh, Mental Domination, and it is an attack card. Uh, it is unaffiliated, and uh, during their activation, Cassandra Nova or Jean Grey may spend three power to play this card. Choose an enemy character within range three of this character, advance the chosen character short, then the character that played this card makes the above attack. When measuring range and line of sight for this attack, measure from the chosen character, not the attacking character. And then add dice to the attack roll equal to the to the physical defense of the chosen character. You may reroll any number of opposing defense die in the defense roll. That is a lot of business. First off, the attack is range two with two. Wait, it throws two dice. And oh boy, it's not great. It's, you get to add. It is. It's an attack outside of your two actions that okay that was gonna be yeah that displaces a character so it's not bad okay okay it is I, not I, worth I taking gene for but it is not I, bad. I was worried that it said that it cost an activation but it no doesn't. it does not ta cost an action okay well then that's better it's it, better than than i thought it's still I, I, it's underwhelming. Uh, who who do you think is the best target for it? Someone with a huge yeah. physical defense. 
Obviously. Yeah, but who like? Um, Carnage. Carnage. Oh, yeah, Carnage, Carnage is a pretty and, good one. I think it's the best one. Yeah, are there? You know what? I, there are not a lot of people who have five physical defense. No. There are not a lot of people. That is not something you can search on the street, bro. Uh, five physical defense. Yeah, I the only one that I can think of off the top of my head is Carnage. I believe it is Carnage is the only you can have. Yeah, I don't think that's something that comes up very often. That's there are a lot of fours. I don't yeah. believe there's a five. Um, if there is, it's at six threat. I don't think the one I'm thinking of is. No, he's four. Okay. Yeah, there are. Well, uh, yeah. So those are the two cards. Uh. Neither one of them saved this character. This character's bad. Everyone, this character's a bad character. Uh, let's let's move on to our letter grades, unless we have anything else to talk about. I have one more point to make. Okay. She Go bad. ahead. She bad. Uh, the odds of us getting another Jean Grey card, very or another Jean Grey card, very high. Um, the odds of it being worse than this one are borderline impossible. We are so the, a new Jean Grey is on the rumor sheet. Huh. It's, okay. It's Phoenix, which is oh, what yeah. it should have been from the very beginning. No, Jean Grey not being Phoenix is fine, but this ain't yeah. it. <laughs> not not this one. Yeah, it, it it just feels weird because like if this was developed even at the same time as like Wolverine at four threat, it just feels like how do you justify her? Like at that point, it feels like you were putting models in threat categories based on the defense they were running. Like, because that's like the only thing she's really got going for, her, is like she has a, a a higher than average of five threat characters of like total dice you roll in defense, uh, rolling three, four, five. And that's about where any advantage ends. Like, the top part of her card isn't bad in 5-threat model land. Like, the 6 health, 6 and 7, move medium, size 2, 5-threat, like 3, 4, 5. Doesn't... Is, isn't poor. Like, those are the same number. Like, Ebony Maul only rolls two defensive nice on physical attacks. But guess what he has? Nothing makes sense on this model. Oh, if she had like, <laughs> if she had the Ebony Maw rule, that would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. For her and too. it would make sense because she makes telekinetic shields all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it just it just feels weird. Um, and then not getting in a like, I don't know. It's it's hard to even justify putting her in like. I think what explain the fact that X Men can play and play her just to play Shield Mind, um, it's pretty good, right? Like that's pretty impressive. Like that they're that good that they can play this, literally, in my opinion, probably the worst model in the game. Oh yeah, just and get away with it because power. of how good. Yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> that you can, but you can use it every turn. Like it's online, at all times. Yeah. Like, she gets the two power to do it. Like, it's always online. It was specific yeah. tech for someone, and I can't remember right now. It was somebody going against a Thanos. Thanos, yeah. It was anti-Thanos tech. Huh. Okay. 
Uh, well, uh, Brandon, you were on a roll there. What's your letter grade? Uh, she's an F. An yeah, F. I don't, I don't, and I don't, I think the box is an F that you can buy her in. I don't think you buy her box ever. I don't think you ever put her in a roster. I don't, like, I just, I think she's just bad all the way around. I, if you, and I if have you two of play these models. Brad has bought 200% of the models that have ever been sold that have Jean Grey. <laughs> and Cassandra Nova is okay in Sentinels if you want to be playing Sentinels. Yeah. Cassandra Nova, Nova is miles the better model in the box. Yeah. Yeah. And, and guess she what? Doesn't She's not much. very good. Yeah, no. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, is this the only 10, po- 10 threat box? I was about to make that point <laughs> that this is a 10 point box. Oh, uh, I think it might be. Yeah. I'd have to check. There's no way there's another one. Cause you'd have to have like a two fives again or a six and a four. Yeah. There's no, six there's no four. way. Yeah. No. All, All right. right. Well, I, I guess that episode for me is done. <laughs> so, <laughs> Uh, well, well Stephen, what's your what's your letter grade for for Gene? Uh, D minus minus minus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I will I will get the box at some point in time, and I will paint her, and that's it. You, okay. you could just buy the model. I'm sure you can buy one on eBay for like next to nothing. Oh, but I'm the shiny toy guy, so I know. I know. I'm just trying to not ink i the one thing i actually have said before i know this is i'm going on a tangent and i think it's kind of funny this might at one point be the most expensive box in my marvel crisis protocol because no one has ever bought it <laughs> there's a chance that like it could kind of just go out of print and like there just aren't copies of it because nobody ever bought it and like they just got like oh gotta get my cassandra nova for spider foes yeah. Now, hold on. This is bad economics that you're talking about, because that means the supply and demand, that means there needs to be a demand for the price to go up. Someone has to be willing to pay for it. It's kind of, it's, but this is the thing. This is the, what, because that's what happens all the time, is because when you can't get something, people want it. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Brad, what's your letter grade? Oh, she's an F. Big fat F. Yeah. The only uh-huh. model I will probably give an F to unless they make something this bad again, which seems unlikely. Uh, right. Did you give Crossbones an F? I may have. Thank you, man. I think I don't I think, think he... I don't think that he did. I think that I was mad at everyone for not giving him an F. You are not <laughs> mad at me. I gave him an F. Okay. You were <laughs> well, you were not. We'll fact, we'll, we'll fact check that at some point. Uh, I'll fact check <laughs> that for next week um, to confirm what those grades were. Um, he may not have. I think he may have gave him a D or even a little bit higher. Um, I agree with Brad. I don't know if there's another F model in the game. Um, and to be fair, Crossbones compared to her, he's amazing. Um, oh, yeah. I agree. Which I is, give uh, both of them an F, but her F is a lot lower than his. F minus. <laughs> yeah, and the only other the only other model in that territory is probably like Viper, and Viper again is miles better than she is. I th- I think Viper is miles better than both of them, but yeah, yeah, I, I I'm a I'm a Gene F 
That's I think that we're pretty well down here on on Jean because she's just never going to see the table. She's just not useful at all. And that, anything that she offers, there are better options for in in faction now. Yeah. And I mean, it's just there's no reason to ever get her. There's no reason. So uh, unless you want to complete an X-Men collection, that is our take on Jean. Uh, you want to know what the average was then? What is the average, Brad? Garbage. Put her in the trash. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> average garbage. All I right. will say that this model has probably been purchased. I would say probably ninety percent to paint and build and never to play. Yes. Uh, and and you know what? That is entirely valid. Because MCP makes gorgeous models. They do make really like nice the new models. Moto. That paint up, that look beautiful when they're painted up too. For the record. Yeah. Yep. Not by me, but like when other people paint them. Yeah, same. Uh, all right. So, uh, Brad, do you have any comic book recommendations? I do. I have. I have two today. Um, I didn't even like have to do research. I knew exactly what two comics I was going to recommend. So first... Okay. All right, everyone. So this is a Scott Summers related individual. So everyone, take a seat, and and get comfortable. Listen. Yeah. She has had zero of Scott Summers' children in this reality. <laughs> okay. She didn't. A clone of her had Cable. An alternate universe version of her had Rachel Summers. So. Um, okay, X-Men Season 1 is my first recommendation. It's by Dennis Hopeless Hallam and Jamie McKelvey. And this is a retelling of the first several issues of X-Men ever. Uh, but they're told in a more modern style with modern art. Uh, and it changes the perspective to be from Jean Grey's perspective instead of just an omniscient narrator. And... Uh, if you want to read early X-Men stories, like of the original five members, you should just read this instead of the actual comics. Um, unless you already know that you can enjoy old comics, like I I have grown an appreciation for them, uh, you should skip them and just read this. And then start with Giant Size X-Men number one and go. Uh, the other recommendation is called X-Men Red by Tom Taylor, Mahmoud Azrar, and Stefano Casilli. Uh, Jean Grey is back from the dead again, and she's not real happy with what Wolverine and uh, Cyclops are doing with their individual X-Men teams. And so she forms her own team separate from them and uh, goes about trying to do Xavier's dream of integration with the humans. Uh, the person trying to that she's trying to stop mostly is Cassandra Nova, who's trying to make humans hate mutants even more and kill them because Xavier liked mutants. He's dead at this point. Uh, Scott Kelly. Hey, can I chime in for a second? Yeah. 
Can you tell the people who the fuck Cassandra Nova is? Because no one knows who she is. Okay, yes. (laughs) Cassandra Nova is Professor Xavier's twin sister. I I did not know that, (laughs) for the record. (laughs) Yeah, his twin sister, who he killed in the womb because he detected how evil she was. He strangled her with the umbilical cord. Oh my god! Oh my god! Her so he he was mature enough to make moral judgments and then murders his sibling. Yes, that is that literally is... the definition of the first like murder. So that <laughs> is also the most Xavier thing that could have possibly happened. So you're saying that the X Men are the race of Cain. I am saying that Xavier is holier than thou. (laughs) And everything he does is for the moral good. And he knows it's for the moral good. So it doesn't matter. The ends justify the means. Wow. (laughs) That is very Xavier. Anyway, her psychic essence uh, survived the murder, the fetal side I don't know if that's a real word but we're going with it it would be um sorora side killing your sister oh sure um and then so her psychic essence lived she built herself a new body out of sewer junk and then the first thing she does to like premiere is she gets a bunch of sentinels to kill like six million mutants on Genosha. And then she takes over Xavier's body and outs him as a mutant and then starts a space war. And that's pretty metal. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what Cassandra Nova is. Anyway, she can't torment Xavier cause Scott Summers killed Xavier. And so she's trying to um, destroy his favorite things, which are mutants. And then Jean Grey tries to stop him. And I'm actually going to spoil the end of the book right here because it's hilarious. The way she finally stops Cassandra Nova is she gives Cassandra Nova the gift of... Ah! empathy there you go yeah there you go i i could feel myself tripping over it and i just needed to pause for a second so she gives cassandra (laughs) nova empathy and cassandra nova's like i've done bad things and then she like runs away crying uh that's (laughs) oh you know what i'd be so pissed if i read a book that i really liked and that's how it fucking ended uh the like book I'm just chiming in with like anger i'm not angry at all like i just want to make that very clear i just feel like i'm chiming in at, the the book that. is good or i would not recommend it it is a fucking weird ending <laughs> uh, uh uh mild spoilers incoming for the show uh the sandman on netflix but uh i gotta say he does a similar thing to all of the world's serial killers and it I think that that moment kind of fucking rules. <laughs> it it worked much better in Sandman than it does in this yeah, comic. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, this is it's not nearly as bad of an ending as Looper. This is <laughs> probably my favorite Jean story. Like, I really like her here. She is flawed in her reasonings, but she's like trying to do the good thing. Like, she she truly believes that all people are good deep down. And I think the real world proves that that's not true. But she's like trying to be optimistic and trying to do the right thing and trying to give people a chance. And like, it's the gene I want to see. So she's also in a world with Red Skull, right? Yeah, she is. Um, Just making sure. Yeah. Do you guys know about Red Skull? Do you know that he stole Xavier's brain so that he could have telepathy? Oh my god. <laughs> this, I don't this think Red movie. Skull has ever done anything positive in his entire existence. So, let me explain that at one point, after Xavier's death, his soul was in heaven, hanging out with Nightcrawler. His brain was in Red Skull's head. And his psychic essence was trapped on the astral plane by a villain called Shadow King that I'm sure we'll get in this game eventually. Uh, and is eventually put into someone else's body. So oh boy. Marvel okay. has showed that the brain, the psychic essence, and the soul are all different things. <laughs> The ha ka and the, I don't know, whatever. All right, well, let's move on. Uh, hey, hey, Brandon, do you have any lists that you want to put her into? If you have to play this model and you want to get the most out of her, play her with Steve and the Avengers. Make her stuff okay. cheaper. Uh, it'll feel better. Um, if you have to play her, play her with Steve and avengers i was expecting uh, uh no <laughs> i i thought about that for the record it was real close to just like don't play but like i understand and we talked about this last night this game is mostly played by people who are playing for fun if you love gene gray as a model as a character as a model and you don't really care about playing competitive you're just playing with your friends or whatever you bought the core set you have steve rogers you bought gene gray because you love her you can play them together and they and like she is much better she is playable in that affiliation as long as you don't own like any other avengers model that's just better or any other model that's you know in the game yeah yeah i mean they own crossbones if they bought that corset and he is better listen if they bought just the corset and her they literally own some of the worst models in the entire game (laughs) they're they're not doing too hot on like good play but again this game is a game that's for fun i know we talk about competitive a lot and we try to make the best out of everything um which uh there is coming soon um we are going to have a kind of a spin-off podcast that will be debuting uh within the next couple weeks um which will be strictly about list building um character selection tactics card selection and crisis selection um, I'll be starting that sooner than later. I have everything set up and ready to go. So um, we're just kind of building the logistics and getting people signed up for it uh, to be able to record that. Um, that will be, we will 
primarily focus against models like Jean Grey going into your list. Um, but the point of this podcast is, you know, we want to find a home, give you an idea if you do want to play these models and you are listening to these casts. Um, and I do think Steve, Steve Avengers is the best place for Jean Grey if you have to play that model. All right. And I, uh, I got to say, I look forward to being on that podcast with you <laughs> or uh, at least being one of your guests at some yeah. point. Yes, I would love to be on. Uh, all right, let's um, let's finish up. Uh, I guess what I'm going to bring today, uh, I'm going back to uh, B-movies. I'm going to do some B-movies here coming up. So uh, what I'm going to do, what I'm bringing today, is a little found footage movie from about a decade ago now. Uh, that's called Chronicle. Yes! I was uh, hoping when you said found footage, that was what you are going to say. Uh, okay. <clears throat> you, you, uh, yes, so this movie is about uh, some high school students who suddenly, through no fault of their own, become superheroes. They gain, they gain powers, specifically telekinesis. And it's about how one of them specifically starts to go off the rails and kind of becomes a supervillain. And it's actually a, a very good movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's be frank. This is a, uh, this isn't an outstanding movie, but it is a good watch and it's worth watching. I so if you can track I it down. I love this movie. It's my favorite found footage movie by far. It is. Uh, well, okay. I, I do like this movie an awful lot. It is not my favorite found footage movie, <laughs> but it is a good movie and you should watch it. It is called Chronicle and track it down somewhere. I don't know where you can find it. I don't have, you I didn't can, do that much. Homework. Yeah. You can get it on Blu-ray on Amazon for really cheap. Because yeah, I did. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it for today for what might be the worst character we ever do. So, it's all uphill from here for everyone. Yeah. All right. Uh, everyone have fun out there. Yeah.